0: Welcome to Beyond the Boards, your go-to podcast for all things related to the exciting world of digital out-of-home advertising. I'm your host, Patrick Brennan, here to take you behind the screens and into the inner workings of our fascinating industry. On each episode, we'll hear from the visionaries, creators, and analysts driving this fast-paced industry forward. We'll talk about emerging technologies, creative campaigns, as well as strategy, measurement, and insights. The goal is both to entertain and educate anyone who shares a passion for digital out-of-home advertising. So sit back, relax, and get ready to go Beyond the Boards. Welcome back, everyone, to our brand new Beyond the Boards podcast. I'm extremely excited to have on an Encompass TV dealer that I personally favor. Don't know if I should say that, but I'll be honest. I personally favor uh, Mr. Brian Gleva. Brian, thank you so much for taking the time to come on.
1: Oh, absolutely, Patrick.
0: Thanks for inviting me. Of course, of course. Anytime, literally anytime. So um, yeah, so I, I really wanted to have you on. I've been very excited to have you on because of your story and everything that you've done in this business. Um, and if you don't mind, do you want to talk a little bit about your your network, where you're at, and what kind of got you into this and, and things of that nature?
1: Sure, absolutely. So I'm in uh, northern Indiana. Um, we are just down the road from Notre Dame, the University of Notre Dame, and about an hour and a half from Chicago, if that gives you kind of a rough idea of where we are. Um, so I started with MIB just about two years ago. And uh, when I started uh, this business, I actually, um, I should roll back a little bit. Um, somebody had actually already started the territory, now I started to develop the territory, um, ran into some issues that had to sell off. So I, fortunately enough, was able to um, be in the right place at the right time and, um, and uh, bought the territory from him. Um, at, when I bought the territory, I think we were right around 18 to 20 indoor billboards at that time and zero DMS clients. <laughs> Okay, absolutely zero. When I bought the the um, territory, I was still working full time, and the expectations of that job uh, was um, just that and a little bit more. Um, so moving through this transitional phase, um, at the beginning, you know, you feel all kinds of emotion. You feel excited. You feel nervous. You feel scared. I think every emotion except for anger came out. <laughs> so, so during the transition, it was um, you know all those emotions. But I, I I went into this dealership with the idea that um, there's no alternative other than success. Okay, and I'm not a big quote person, but I did find this one particular quote that I refer to almost daily, and that is, "You didn't just come this far just to come this far." Right?
0: I love that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: right? And I tell myself that almost daily. You know, During this, working full time for somebody else, I had to develop relationships and I had to keep healthy relationships uh, with the customer base and such, but it was on a different level than when I am at now. Now I am the face, the CEO, the, every single thing that happens in this business is me. So I had to change a little bit on how I got in front of people and how I talked to people my past career was in healthcare. Um, way back in early 2000s, I started bedside as a respiratory therapist where I worked in a level two trauma center wow. um, where I specialized in pediatric intensive care and ne- uh, neonatal intensive care units. Uh, about seven or eight years ago, um, I um, I transitioned into IT with the same healthcare system. So I supported the electronic health record from an IT perspective. So uh, basically, programming and and building uh, the, the software for the doctors and and caregivers to to use. That transition, when I had the opportunity to talk to high level people and the, within the hospital organization, or doctors, people of that um, level, you know, I, you have to change how you talk to them a little bit. Right. In, in my perspective, when I was in IT, I could talk to them one way, but now that I'm on the outside looking in, and I'm potentially trying to get somebody in that industry. Uh, to do business with me. I have to talk to them a little, little bit differently. So that's been a, a, a transition that I've had to learn. I've had to learn that uh, being told no uh, several times a day, uh, a couple of times never come back, you know, all the worst things ever that people can say to you, and then put a smile on your face five minutes later and turn around and and, and go back in and say it again. That's really hard to do. <laughs> It's very, very difficult to do. And, um, you know, I just refer back to that quote and I look at myself in the mirror and I say that quote and, and I agree with myself. <laughs> like, you're right, I didn't come this far, I just come this far. So who cares if that guy says no or told me never to come back? Because, so what? That's just no today, not no tomorrow or no next week. I'm going to keep going back there until the police ask me out, <laughs> um, which I'm fine with. Those are our things to deal with, you know. Um, rejection is a hard thing to deal with over and over and over again I've been told that my indoor billboards are crap and garbage to quote people have told me that
0: lovely people I'm sure you know
1: yeah best well, it's, it's great and it's just it's just hard to bounce back from that because then you know you look back like wait why? why does he think that you know why does he think that what's wrong with it what is what could be better what's what am I what what is it I just don't know so you start 2nd guessing to yourself a little bit sometimes too and um you just gotta Keep, uh, keep on swimming, I guess, keep on going, right? I actually quit my uh, my job uh, last April. So I've been doing um, the dealership with MIB, machina Indoor Billboards, for a year and a half now. In that year and a half, or the first year actually was really slow because I was still working full time. Uh, but in that year and a half, I've actually more than doubled the amount of indoor billboards and have brought on several DMS clients. Um, and we, if you remember, we started with zero shop. So uh, we're a hundred percent better in that category. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love the fact that you mentioned, you know, the emotional rollercoaster you went through, because I mean, that's very normal for business ownership in general, right? You're excited. Then you do it and you're like, Oh, like I did it like, Oh man, I'm in it. Right. And with you yeah. making that transition, especially because that's when you're really in it, you're taking a your gamble on yourself and your future and your life. It's a massive, massive thing to do. And I you know, I, I was even talking before we started the podcast about kind of talking to you before you made that leap, and then after and seeing where you are now, it's it's incredible. So during that emotional roller coaster, outside of you know following that quote, which I love, how did you <laughs> keep yourself motivated and steady even after you're hearing no's and things like that?
1: Um, self awareness, I suppose. So I, I started listening to podcasts about self awareness. I started listening to podcasts. Um, you know, podcasts are easy for me because I can listen to them while I'm driving down the road. So um, I listened to to self awareness leadership is another one right and and how there's a book out there i can't remember the name of it but it's um how to persuade your friends or how to persuade people or some i can't remember the exact title i'll have to look it up um but anyway it's a fat. it's fantastic You just can't give yourself the option to quit or to fail. you can't you, you you know you've made this investment and you've made this strategy and you've, you've bought into it and you're doing this failure is just not an option and that's that's my motivation it's just not an option
0: that's that's the perfect mindset to have. This is a mindset you have to have in anything if you want to be a winner. And mm-hmm. I always tell people, you know, because I, I do sell territories now and uh, I tell the people I work with that if you're not someone that's focused on achieving challenges, achieving goals, this just isn't it. You know, if you want to be very comfortable, keep your nine to five because this is uncomfortable. As a business owner in general, you're going to be uncomfortable. Just out of curiosity, Brian, what made you choose, you know, this industry after coming from the healthcare industry and being in IT a little bit, what made you choose digital out of home?
1: That's a great question. So, okay working in IT is really what kind of sparked my whole interest in uh, really the digital marketing aspect of it and um, the indoor billboards was, it was a huge bonus. This industry is up and coming. The digital out home advertising is, is wonderful. It's a new idea. Um, over the past few years, I, I was very intrigued by it, very interested in it. And, and I liked the idea of being able to be on the forefront of something new in our community and the opportunity, to share with local business owners to help their business. That is what excited me, really. And, and entrepreneurship, really. Uh, just the opportunity to grow as much as I want and be in total control of that. Um, you know, working working the nine to five for somebody. And uh, most of you have probably experienced this, but you're sitting next to, and I'm just gonna throw a fake name out there, Tom, for the ease of it. But Tom doesn't do shit all day, right? You're over here busting your ass, right? And you guys get the same raise. So where's the incentive, in that, right? There's no incentive from there, and then the entire department, the entire organization just settles for mediocre. And I'm not okay with that. I I feel like you should be get paid up for what you do, for performance. I guess you would call it. And I wanted that opportunity because I'm not one just to sit back and um, you know punch the clock at 9 a.m. and punch it at five and then call it a day, right? I want to do as much as I can. I want to make a footprint and leave an impression and 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 leave something behind that I say, yeah, Brian did this. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> you know, so that's that's what motivates me.
0: I, I love that. And and what would you say is cuz I know you've had a couple of huge sales recently and, and, and huge partners and clients and things like that. What what's the most rewarding or the biggest win where do you like came out of a meeting after closing a deal and just like, "Dang, I did that." Like what what are one of those experiences like?
1: Oh, it's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible for multiple reasons, right? It's incredible because you get a, a huge deal that is gonna pay you uh, monthly uh, reoccurring revenue, right? And um, the next thing that made, I'm thinking about one particular client in, 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 um, that I'm referring to, but this particular one, I walked out of there, it was a $2,000 a month sale, okay? And which is a big sale. They signed a 12 month contract. And I walked out of there, I, but I felt like a friend, you know? we were smiling we talked about friends we talked about family we talked about events that they do about our community Um, she actually gave me like four or five referrals in the first day that i met her you know so i think it's very important just to go in and not sell the product but offer a solution to their problem and their problem was getting the demographic of where exactly where my indoor billboards were or are rather so that is exactly what they wanted to do. And, and so I proposed that to them. Um, I also proposed geofencing to them and uh, as a combination because we all know that those two services work really, really well together. And uh, they are extremely thrilled with uh, the outcome so far and have left me an absolute stellar review that we all strive for every day. Well, I love that. And and I love that you
0: are so solution-based. That is the key to anything, any sort of you know relationship, building sales, things like that. And it's really cool that we're actually able to help people solve their problems. This is a very effective method of advertising for all the reasons people already know. Um and yeah, so, so I wanted to talk to more about like the business itself and, and you making that transition. So growing up, and, and this is something I haven't talked about on a podcast before, but my family owned a pizza restaurant. And, it, and I was very scared of business ownership because of this experience, because I saw them slave away long, long, insanely long hours, 6 a.m. in the morning to literally... 11 p.m. at night just nothing you sleep you go you start the restaurant again you know start opening up the restaurant again you deal with employee problems you have employees walking in and out on you you got you know all kinds of food problems the food goes bad sometimes you run specials that don't work out you don't have enough Mm -hmm. business this month so you don't know how you're going to pay the bills next month things like that it's scary it's extremely expensive and it's scary with this business it's still very scary i'm not gonna lie any sort of business you start you gotta you know have revenue rolling in so there's always gonna be a little bit of fear there um, but it's a lot easier to break even and build this once you do hit that break even point and be able to relax a little bit and step away if you want to for a week, things like that, right? You're able to enjoy your life. So so did any of that factor into your decision to, to start a business like this as well, outside of just your experience uh, in tech?
1: Yes, absolutely. So um, I have uh, – my brother-in-law is a business owner. One of my best friends is a business owner. So I've, I've watched just what you mentioned, you know, the long hours, the hard work, the dedication. But I've also seen the reward, right? So – Um, and, and I, and I see the reward every day, you know, it's my brother-in-law, my sister. So I see it every day. I want that reward and I don't mind putting in the work for that reward. (laughs) Okay. You can go through life, just skate through, or you can go through life and leave an impression. The choice is yours. What are you going to do? I love it. I love your mentality,
0: man. I just truly do. And so with you now, you know, you, you, like you said, you've been in this a year and a half. You're now full time. How are you planning to position yourself in your market and really become massive, in your area and make a hell of a lot of money doing this. You know, what is your plan for your future, let's say for the next five years or so?
1: Sure, next five years I plan to grow to 200 indoor billboards. Now I believe we are just signed a new one last week, I think it's 43 or 44. So in five years I plan to be at 200 indoor billboards and I plan to dominate the market. Um, going through the next five years though, I have yearly goals as well to bring on salespeople with, for me. And um, also implement some sort of, and I don't know, uh, uh, the call center type thing that Rod has brought up. Um, so we're going to have a, a few people make calls all day long. And um, I'll pay them based on the calls or whatever sales they make. Um, so that's not going to cost me anything <laughs> to grow in that in that aspect of it, right? Um, next spring, I'm looking to bring on hopefully a salesperson. And I, I'm open to bring on an install guy yesterday. <laughs> If anybody knows anybody in South Bend, Indiana.
0: (laughs) We'll stay on the lookout, that's for sure. (laughs) So I I like that. And I imagine you're going to grow your digital marketing services as well. I've seen you gain a lot of traction in that area. But that comes from the client relationship, like you said. You're looking for their needs. Sometimes you'll just kind of, for lack of a better term, like trip and fall into those sales as well because they're like, oh, well, I really need a website. Perfect. Gotcha. No problem. So things like that. But uh, yeah, I love the fact that you're really going to saturate your market. You already are. You're doing a great job. You've landed, I think, that not that the biggest entertainment venue in your area? I would imagine um, that. It is one of the biggest. One of them. Okay, gotcha. Yes. That, that's a huge client as well. Um, yes. So, you know, with where you're at and with you going full time and things like that, just to kind of kind of wrap up our conversation, what what's some advice you would give to, you know, either first-time entrepreneurs, first-time dealers, or dealers just in early stages really looking to, to get this thing rolling?
1: Um, I think the the advice I would offer is utilize Encompass as much as you can. Um, you're number one, you're paying for it, <laughs> right? All right, all right. <laughs> number two, they know everything. Encompass knows everything you need to know to to brand your business to help you sell um, products and help you make money, and utilize that as much as you possibly can. That would be my advice. Um, oh, second. Secondly, I'd also like to add to that is the um, Thursday meetings. Thursdays at five p.m. Any opportunity that I have to get in front of other dealers to learn about their experiences, I'm going to take because uh, you, you really you can't get any better variance or um, anybody better to ask than somebody has already done it, right? So the opportunity to sit with multiple dealers on Thursday and talk about what works for them and what doesn't work for them, you know, on and on and on is is truly Truly valuable, and I would suggest if you have the opportunity to do that, to join those meetings or at least at least uh, listen to the recordings that are sent out.
0: A- absolutely, I mean that, that's wonderful advice, and yeah, I tell every dealer has anything. I'm like, you're you're paying for all these services. Encompass will never decline your call. You'll always get a meeting set up. You'll always get callbacks. We'll help you literally with anything that you want. You want us to do a full scale proposal? We'll do it. We'll do anything to make sure our dealers are successful because that's our that's our life. And, and um yeah, so so I love the fact that you said that, and I really appreciate that. But yes, those Thursday meetings as well. And this is something I talk about a lot, and it, it's, people think I'm joking, I'm not. Our, our research and development, yes, we have a, a lot of that on the tech side of things. But in terms of the day-to-day of building out networks in these communities, we learn more from our dealers than we ever teach. So our dealers teach us more than we'll ever teach them because you are out there doing it. You hear all these stories on Thursdays from you, from Joel, from all of, all of our dealers, Jim, uh, all, all of them. I mean- it, it's something you can't get anywhere else. And we really want to keep fostering that tight knit community of our dealers because everyone's, you know, can help everyone. It, it's, it's true. It's not some BS, it's not some snake oil. That's what happens. So I love the fact right. that you said that. But it, it's, yeah. it's
1: wonderful because, you know, the other, you get new ideas too. New ideas. So you you have indoor billboards and you have DMS, but you always want to grow and think about different ways that you can utilize what you already have, right? So sitting in these meetings, you can listen to what other people are thinking about doing, what other people have done. What has been successful? What hasn't been successful? And it's really, it really helps helped me a lot. Really did. Even with courage, even with courage, talking to to high level folks, it's not every day that you go in and you talk to a CEO of a billion dollar or million dollar company or whatever. It's natural to be a little nervous, right? But but you go in. He he is the expert in his his industry. He doesn't know anything about my industry, so I can go in and be the expert there, whether I am or not. But I can I have to pretend to be. And if I can if I can do that, and if I can if I can get him to to trust me, then I can schedule meetings with Encompass for DMS products or anything else that we want to do and let Mark sell it because he can and he will.
0: A- absolutely. And that's one of the biggest advantages just for prospects that end up listening to this of going with a business opportunity or franchise, whether it's encompass or someone else, it's the fact that you do have the support system because business ownership, entrepreneurship is a lonely place. It is. You're you're on you're doing it by yourself and you just hope everything works out. So it is nice to have a support system of some sort. To back you, so I think that's a massive advantage of going with this type of business as well.
1: Absolutely, one hundred percent. I can't, I can't uh, disagree at all with that. And and I actually had this that same conversation with my wife. I said those meetings. I said to her, I said those meetings on Thursdays are great because on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, and Saturday and Sunday, let's face it, I don't have anybody else to run these ideas as constantly going through my head except for Thursdays. <laughs> so take advantage of it if you can.
0: I love that. Well, thank you so much again, Brian. I can't thank you enough for all this insight, um, everything that you've laid out. Your story is phenomenal. And uh, I'm looking forward to see your success in the coming years. So thank you, Brian.
1: Well, thank you, Patrick. Appreciate it.
0: Absolutely.